We've got a regular in one of our favorites in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics, defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo. And man, are his defensive players responding to the coaches and the coordinator on the defensive side of the football. Seven games without allowing a touchdown in the second half. You have to go back to the 1950s to find that kind of a streak. Pretty impressive. Against Atlanta, not only didn't allow a touchdown, didn't allow a point, shut the Falcons out in the second half. Luana Rumo has this defense playing at an extremely high level. It's going to have to continue. They shut the run down, controlled the running game of the Atlanta Falcons. That's going to have to continue up in Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns have the NFL's leading rusher, Nick Chubb, who's leading the league in yards, leading the league in rushing touchdowns. He is a force the Bengals are going to have to deal with. We'll find out what Luana Rumo has to say about that and so much more. We appreciate you joining us once again in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. As always, coming to you from our outstanding studios, and we have an outstanding guest that we're going to visit with here, defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo. Coach, congratulations. Another award-winning defensive game plan. You're on a roll, Coach. You're on a roll. I appreciate it, Lap. Uh, happy with the way the, uh, the guys have been playing. We just got to keep it going. So let me brag on your uh, on what happened during the course of this football game, which was extraordinary to say the least. Uh, they ran 45 snaps for 214 yards, 4.8 yards per play. But take away the 75-yard touchdown, which you can't do. I mean, they got it, but it was something that probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah, and, but sure. you, you take that play away, the other 44 snaps – 139 yards, coach, 3.1 yards per play. That's not up to snuff per rush. We're talking about rush, pass. We're talking about per play. Are you kidding me? Three yards per play? That Your, your defensive football team in the second half not only didn't allow a touchdown for the seventh game, which I think you have to go back to the 1950s, the last time that that happened, you didn't allow a point. Shut them out in the second half. How proud were you? Yeah, I just very, uh, you know, very proud. That was a good football team coming in. You know, they were, I think, third or fourth in the league in rushing. And, uh, you know, with the number one team in the league in terms of uh, um, they, didn't ha they didn't have very many three and outs. And uh, we were able to do that during the, con during the game. So, uh, you know, they just come off scoring 28 points against San Fran. Uh, you know, we were, we were uh, very aware of who they were. And I was proud of the effort that the players put forth. You set me up, Coach, with the not many three and outs. 12 three and outs going into the football game. Fewest in the NFL. Atlanta's offense only had 12 three and outs. You three three and outs in that game. And only nine possessions. Three, 33% three and out. Here, here's, here's where the game definitely went in the Bengals' favor. They had the 75-yard touchdown pass, and then they had the punt return that gave them a, a field goal in about a little oh, – about a half minute elapsed time, they they closed to within 11 points. They put 10 points on the board going in the locker room, a little momentum. You guys make sure the ship is righted, and boy, was it. How about these 
second half numbers. How about these third quarter numbers? <laughs> they, they come out, coach, and you hold them to two straight three and outs. Two straight three and outs. I don't think that's happened to them all year long. So in the third quarter, they run 11 total snaps for 17 yards in the third quarter. Add in the fourth quarter, well, they had the ball one time, and they ran a nine-play drive, 23 yards. 20 snaps for 40 yards in the second half. That's suffocation, coach. That's like, man, you got to get them an oxygen tank. They can't breathe. Yeah, well, you know, I appreciate all these great stats. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, we're we're thrilled we won the game. You know, we, we just kept saying on the sidelines, let's get, let's get the ball back to, to Joe and company because they're really struggling stopping them. And uh, our guys, uh, you know, stood up to the task and did a great job. So uh, I was super happy with everything we did on Sunday. When's the last time that uh, you can remember giving up just one play of 20 yards or more? The only play of 20 yards or more the entire game was the 75-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that's a big – yeah, oh. sorry to interrupt. That, that's no, a big, they, yeah, that's a big indicator whether you're playing good or not. Is you know the number of um, explosive runs, explosive passes that you give up, and you know if you can come away with one in each game, you don't want it to be a 75-yard touchdown pass, obviously, or run. But uh, you're going to win more than you lose if you're if you've got those numbers down low. So you give up one, the offense gets ten, nine in the air of 20 yards or more, and then Joe scramble of 20 yards or more, ten to one. In yeah. explosive plays, that, that's that's big time, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And you can see the disparity in yardage as well. And, uh, you know, just um, other than that odd sequence before the half, I think the game was pretty much in control. All right, so another testament to what you and your coaching staff's doing. Um, you always have to deal with injuries during the course of the National Football League season. You just hope that you don't lose a guy for the year or for an extended number of games. In this game, no DJ Reader, no Josh Tupo, Tufele, Zach Carter, do a great job with BJ Hill and Tyler Shelvin. You get, you get a four-man rotation still getting it done for you. Um, Jeff Gunter on the edge is, isn't able to go for you. Uh, you know, other guys step up and, and fill those snaps. Akeem Davis Gaither for Logan Wilson with Marcus Bailey, Joe Bocci. Coach, uh, you're you're developing your entire roster. You know, I mean, you're you have to be pleased with the depth of your roster stepping up and everybody doing a little. So nobody has to do a lot. Yeah, I think everybody, uh, as you get going in the during the season, I think each team deals with the injuries. And you know, if you don't have depth, it's going to be a challenge. And uh, it's a tribute to uh, you know Duke Tobin and his staff of uh, making sure we have quality backup players and. Certainly our coaches, you know, Marion Hobby and Betch and uh, Rob and uh, Chuck Burks, they, uh, Rob Livingston and Charles Burks, they do a great job coaching these guys up and uh, just makes my job easier. You know, one thing um, that I always look for is, okay, one one week maybe uh, there were some, some problems with maybe not hitting a gap totally properly or getting moved out of a gap or whatever, and some of that happened a little bit, it looked like in New Orleans. Well, how do you respond? And I'll tell you what, talk about responding, you know, and, and like I said, it was with guys that haven't had maybe, you know, all those numbers of snaps, but boy, it didn't look like anybody was in the wrong place at the wrong time very often against uh, Atlanta. No, we felt good. You know, we had uh, the one drive where they kind of mushed us a little bit down the field, but yeah. uh, you know, overall I, I was pleased, you know, we, we, 
we felt good about, um, you know, we've played games before without Logan. We've played games before without Jermaine. Uh, so we felt good about, you know, uh, Marcus and Akeem and if Joe had to go in there, Bocce. And so, um, you know, I'm just glad the guys up, up front stepped up. We, we kind of know what we had with those backup linebackers just because of our success that we had with those guys last year. All right, so coach, let's let's talk about the uh, the next opponent, the Cleveland Browns, here a little bit. You're in the midst of murderer's row in terms of running games. Baltimore, you're in Baltimore. You're at you're in New Orleans, and they run the ball, and they might run it a little differently, you know, but they both have outstanding run game packages and formations and personnel groupings and whatever. And Atlanta, Atlanta, uh, is you know over 165 yards a game, um, and you held them to 107 which I thought was a big deal in the football game. And now the Cleveland Browns, and they're running it uh, for, you know, significant, uh, significant yards uh, themselves. Uh, and they've got, a, they've got a, a running back that is number one in the National Football League. They're running it for almost 164 yards a game. He's got 740 yards on the year, number one in the league, averaging 5.9 a carry, and he's rushed it for eight, eight touchdowns, number one in the NFL. The fourth week of Murderer's Row – in the running game. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're, they've always been that way uh, the last few years for sure. they got a great uh, duo at running back, you know, led by Chubb. He's, he's just – and Hunt, uh, you know, obviously two great backs um, and two of the top backs uh, in our league. And uh, their O-line does a great job working together. They're coached uh, by one of the best O-line coaches that's ever, you know, put a whistle on, I guess. Yep. Uh, and, um, you know, they, they do a great job on offense and, um, you know, there's a reason why they're able to, the numbers stat out and it's not just one year. It's just that they've done it consistently. You mentioned coach, uh, the offensive line that's coached by Bill Callahan, Brian Callahan, the Bengals offense coordinator's dad, but boy, I, I think it's one of the top three, you know, if not top three, it's definitely one of the top five offensive lines in professional football. And those guards, I, those guards are, are, they're full-grown men in that running game, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Their the, the whole, as you mentioned, uh, not only the guards, but the you know the right across the front, you know, yeah. with, you know the tight ends pitching in and doing their job, and um, you know they they're going to have uh, a, a bunch of runs that they can throw at you, and, and um, it's um, it's a challenge, and, and uh, you know our guys know it, and uh, you know we'll be up to the task on Monday night. Chubb, when I when I watch him, he's unique to me in that he's a power back that can run away from you. He's got breakaway mm-hmm. speed. I mean, you know, he'll run you over and run away from you. It's like, geez, he's not yeah. going to necessarily, you know, fool around, give you a bunch of moves. He's he's hammering, isn't he? Yeah, and he and he does a great job after first contact. I mean, you talk about a, a game where you know we only had two missed tackles this past Sunday, coming off of uh, you know we had eight in New Orleans, our worst of the year, and then we ratchet it back down to only two which is you know really really good yeah we're gonna have to have a great tackling game and it's not very few people get this guy down one-on-one so he bounces off of the biggest d lineman uh will bounce off of him and and uh, he's just a very very unique runner in terms of as you as you just mentioned the, the combination of power uh where he's hard to bring down by himself and then oh by the way if he gets in the open field he can run away from everybody yeah i mean that that's a freakazoid i saw a video of him squatting in the, in the weight room for Cleveland and all his teammates are around him. And I mean, the bar is bending the, the weights are almost touching the floor. I'm like, geez, what's he got about a ton. 
it looks like at least a thousand pounds he's got on that bad boy. I mean, yeah. that was crazy. I saw the same one. I, and I, uh, I, I think it was over the break this summer and my son showed it to me on Instagram <laughs> and I was on the beach or something. I said, uh, not, not now, not now. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that right now. So here it is though. Uh, right, right upon us on Monday night. Uh, it, it, it looks like they're going to be without Njoku for a little while. Uh, he's, he's a factor obviously as a, as a, um, as a threat in, in, in the passing game. Cooper though is in people's Jones or our solid hunt is another factor in the passing game, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, among the, uh, among the issues that you have when you defend this team is, um, you know, they obviously everybody knows about what they can do running it. Um, then you throw, as you mentioned, Amari Cooper into it and uh, Peoples Jones into it. And then, oh, by the way, um, you know, the back. And then they're ter- one of the better screen teams in the league. They they gash people in screen in the screen game. So, you know, you, you got your hands full when you play these guys for sure. Hmm. They'll screen every way known to man coach. They'll screen yeah. to tight end, screen to back, screen to receivers. Yeah, they do a great job with it and then have gotten huge chunk plays uh, in the screen game. So it's another uh, emphasis we're going to have to have this week. So when you when you look at it, um, Jacoby Brissett at the quarterback position, obviously capable. I mean, they, they've, they've been in just about every football game. Uh, they win by two against Carolina, lose by a point to the Jets. Pittsburgh handles them uh, pretty well. They lose by three to Atlanta. They lose by two to the Chargers. New England handles them a little bit, and then Baltimore by three. It's like uh, th- this football uh, game is going to be hard fought down to the down to the very end, just like all of them in the NFL are. are yeah. yeah, I don't think we'll expect anything other than to you know uh, go up there and and you know it's going to be a slugfest. Uh, you know, it's it's. It's a rivalry game, obviously, uh, you know, um, they want to beat us. We want to beat them. And, um, you know, I don't care. You know, you, it's the old thing. You throw the records out, this, that, and the other thing. It's going to be a heck of a football game. And uh, we know we got our hands full. Haven't won in Cleveland since 2017, Coach. Got to knock that thing off the block. Got to got to go as, as my one of my former line coaches, Mike McCormick, who was a great Cleveland Brown himself, and he loved that Bengals-Brown rivalry. And when he was coaching – our offensive line with Cincinnati every single time we played the Browns are like, boys got to go out there and knock them in the lake, knock <laughs> them in the lake, man. Let's go knock them in the lake right now. Sounds like, like a plan. That, that, that goes ringing through my ears. Every time I think about traveling up to Cleveland municipal stadium, coach appreciate you carving time to join us. Uh, you're doing one hell of a job and uh, your defense is, is responding to everything that you're asking them to do. It's a, it's a pleasure to watch. I really appreciate your efforts, and uh, I know all of Bengal Nation does, sir. Well, I appreciate it and appreciate all the support always. And who uh, day, let's go get them. Knock them into the lake, hop, uh, lap, lap. Let's go. Let's go, let's go knock them in the lake. All right, I'm going to use that one. Let's go get a bounty. See you, brother. <laughs> Later, sir. See you, At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. <laughs> Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right, you know. Yeah.
gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out FirstStarLogistics.com.